Chapter 1 There were books everywhere. They were on the tables, on the floor, on the stairs. There was even a pile on the washing machine which didn't bode well for when the spin cycle kicked in. Catherine Roberts, or Catherine Lawton, as she now called herself in her private life, had never seen so many books, and she was a lecturer at St. Bridget's College in Oxford and was used to being surrounded by them. "'What are we going to do, Warwick?' she cried, her long dark hair looking somewhat dishevelled as she stood in the middle of the chaos. "'Don't worry,' Warwick said, emerging from the south-facing drawing room, which was flooded with summer sunshine. It'll take a bit of sorting out, but we'll get there. He crossed the hallway to the living room, where Catherine had been trying to uncover one of the sofas, and took her face in his hands and kissed her. Hello, wife, he said a moment later, with a big grin. Hello, husband, she said, melting instantly. It was almost a year since their wedding at Pearly Hall in Hampshire, and yet Catherine still felt like a newlywed. Perhaps that was because it had taken them such a long time to find the perfect home. Moving into Hawkshill Manor had been a much longer process than they'd anticipated, what with solicitors moving in mysterious ways and the previous owner having a last-minute wobble as to whether she actually wanted to sell at all. But finally, they'd exchanged contracts and the date had been fixed for the middle of July. Set deep in beautiful Cotswold country to the north of Oxford, Catherine had agreed that it was worth the slightly longer commute into work that she had initially wanted, because the Grade two listed Georgian property, with its grand front door and nine sash windows, was just too perfect. Catherine had almost cried when she'd first seen it. We can't afford this, Warwick, she'd said. I think it's worth pushing the budget a little, don't you? he'd said and she hadn't been able to put up any sort of a fight, as she'd walked around the English country garden, filled with topiary, lavender and roses, and had admired the view across the sun-filled terrace from the breakfast room, and the equally delightful views of gentle hills and verdant fields from each of the six bedrooms. It was a sort of pearly hall in miniature, Catherine had joked. Of course it was far too big for just the two of them, but Warwick had already been dropping hints that it wouldn't be just the two of them forever now, would it? One thing was for sure. It was the kind of home which was a real wrench to leave to go to work, and Catherine had begun to envy Warwick being able to stay and work at Hawks Hill each day, wandering through the sunny rooms and taking a turn about the garden like a Regency gentleman, surveying his perfect English acre. The village was beautiful too, full of cottages built in the mellow gold stone that the Cotswolds was famous for. There was a ford by the church, a tiny shop with a post office counter, and a footpath leading to a quiet stretch of river which wound its way through the Oxfordshire countryside and gave Warwick and Catherine somewhere to jog together on weekend mornings. The little cottage Catherine had lived in before was being rented out as unfurnished, so all her worldly goods were now at Hawks Hill, as were Warwick's from his home, the old vicarage in West Sussex. I didn't realise we'd have so many things, Catherine said to Warwick, rummaging once more through a tower of books which were in danger of spilling across the living room floor. It'll look better once everything's been put away. Warwick said, idly picking up an ancient paperback with a cracked spine from the arm of a chair. Ah, he said, I've been looking for this one for years. 
One of the first things they'd done when they'd moved in was to employ a specialist carpenter who had made miles and miles of bookshelves for them in the two rooms they were to use as their studies, as well as any other alcoves and neat recesses which would look all the better for being stuffed with books. Now it was just a matter of sorting through their great collections and getting them into some sort of order. Catherine believed that they needed at least half a mile of bookshelves for their Jane Austen titles alone, as they both had each of the six novels in many different editions, as well as the collections of the author's letters, juvenilia, and all the biographies and criticisms, and goodness only knew how many copies of Pride and Prejudice they now owned between them. It was quite mind-boggling.'